Hey, welcome to the Cafe Hustle podcast. I'm Andy Jones. Today, I am going to touch on something that a lot of people don't really like thinking about doing, let alone actually taking the action and doing it. And that is increasing our prices. Now, our Wednesday episode this week was with Andrew and Claire Bowen, and they spoke about why we need to have the confidence to increase our prices, including the fact that it's our livelihood that comes out of the business. We have staff to support and their families that we need to carry on support but also for our community we create these amazing spaces these third places where people want to go and hang out when they're not at work or at home and we need to make sure we're in a position to sustain that to benefit the people that live and work around our business so in this episode i'm going to just go over some of the things that we can do and reiterate what actions you can take what tools or strategies you can use to begin raising the prices in line with the rate that our cost of goods are going up. And I'll also share one thing that I think you should absolutely avoid when you're doing that. So without further ado, let's get started. Now, raising prices is something that we don't want to do if we don't have to. We know that there's some people that may use our business that may not have the disposable income that they need to frequently come to us and, and and enjoy our experience that we give them but we can't always think almost like a charity we need to start thinking about what our business does and the people it supports let alone not only your family but the staff your staff's family the things that they like to do the community feel and the community experience that your coffee shop brings to the people that live and work around your business it's not something we want to do but what we have to think about in this time is that if we don't do it there will not be a business there to necessarily fill that purpose i think really a lot of people worry about raising prices and the reality is at the minute people are no stranger to prices going up everything is going up and they need to understand that their coffee price and and the stuff they will buy from a cafe will also go up. So you have to remember then, customers are already primed for this to happen. They'll understand if that price goes up and it won't come as such a big shock to them. Will you keep all of your customers? I can't say for certain, but I think a lot of them will continue supporting your business. Like I said in our episode with Andrew and Claire on Wednesday, We have supported the community through the lockdowns, through everything that people have been through. And now they are supporting us again. And the reality is that people always crave that coffee. They crave that experience, especially if you've got it right. They're craving that experience. So the majority of them will still support you and your business and your team and because they want to keep that experience that they have from your coffee shop alive. So that's the first point to really think about that you will get the support from the majority of your customers to allow you to keep your business going. Now, to actually take that step and start increasing your prices, it isn't going to be something that you're just going to blanket add 50 cents or 50 pence or a dollar or a pound onto your existing menu items this is something that you need to look at and make sure that you are getting it in the right ballpark figure so the first thing is is understand what people around you and how they're pricing 
their products, similar products. So have a look at your competitors, see how much they've gone up to and get an idea of the whole market around your business, which will give you a yardstick of the regions and the price ranges that you will essentially aim for with those products. That's the first step. The second step is, and and Andrew touched on this in our episode on Wednesday, is back to my episode with Scott McNamara, who provided very thankfully, and, and we're really grateful to Scott for doing that from Gather Coffee Lounge, but he provided his own spreadsheet that he developed, which allowed you to calculate your margin. So you would have your input costs and then you could calculate your gross margin from that point on a product by product basis. So that is your starting point. Get into download that spreadsheet that Scott's provided and you can put in all those costs that can give you then the idea of what your cost for each product is overall to produce and then you can then model your prices from that. Now every business is different so to what percentage your or figure your gross margin should be is obviously down to your business. I know a lot of people talk about general or in general around the the 70% mark for food and obviously higher for coffee, drinks, and then obviously your cold drinks can fit somewhere in between them, maybe sometimes even lower. But the, the point is you need to know what works in your business, what percentage in the past has given your business the ability to continue and sustain itself. But you have to know your numbers. It's really important that you also cross-reference your sales data. So you need to know how much you sell of each product to give you an idea of where, what, how much money you would expect to be coming in every week, say, if that's the frequency, which I recommend right now, that's the frequency you should be doing your numbers and knowing where your business is at. But you might actually go through this process and realize that actually your product prices aren't the issue. You may be hemorrhaging money somewhere else in the business. So, and as well, it's you've got to remember that a dollar saved or a pound saved is not equal to a pound in sales or a dollar in sales. You have to take into account your sales tax, whatever percentage that is, for every sale. So actually, you could be at 80 cents if you per pound, you know, actually coming into the business. So have a look at your expenses, have a look at your outgoings. What is there that you could adjust maybe to, or stop buying anything that you could cut to save that money? And yeah, it doesn't replace huge amounts of sales, but it's, that's where essentially money can be lost. And coming back to profit and loss. Now, generally people will do maybe monthly profit and loss statements. What I recommend is if your business, if you're very close with your overall profit margin, if it's tight, if say less than 5%, you need to be on this and on this weekly. I think we tried with our business to be by every Sunday night, we could put in the last of the invoices then to our accounting software and then by Monday we would have a more or less a picture of what we'd done the week before and that gives you the opportunity then to adjust ahead of that coming week. If you're waiting till the month end you're already 
into that month and if you're waiting even beyond that to get your profit and loss you could be well behind the curve and costs could be increasing and the business gets away from you it's that saying you're probably really familiar with but what gets measured gets managed so the main thing here is just make sure you know your numbers so moving on to obviously we're looking at increasing our prices and we've gone through that process we've gone through so far but how can we then add value to our customers beyond just receiving the food or the drink that they're going to get because if they could just get the food they may as well just eat at home. But take a really good look at your menu. Are you describing things the best way you can? Are you including where things are grown, the provenance of them, local produce that is so amazing that we can get right on our front doorstep? Are you selling that to your customers? Because if you're not, you're missing out on adding that perceived value to them and therefore justifying that increase in price. Also look at your plate design. What are you including on the plate when they get it? Like you can just include some really fresh, high quality salads alongside your, if it's a sandwich or a toasted sandwich or whatever it is, these all add value in, in the customer's eyes. Are you adding colour into your menu item as well? So, for example, sandwiches. Like I've, the, the amount of places that I've seen that if you have, for example, a chicken mayo sandwich and you've just literally got the chicken mayo in the bread and you think, add something else to really make that look appealing. So get the lettuce on there, tomatoes, you know, making the product look more valuable to your customers is going to help when it comes to increasing those prices. So my final thought point on this before I get into the one thing that we should absolutely not be doing is that we need to level up our customer experience. So how is our customer seeing our shop when they're interacting with it in the staff, in the food, as we've obviously just talked about, but also the environment that they're going to be sitting in. So my big tip is to initially get into your business through the front door like you're a customer and experience it like a customer would. Make a note of everything that is not exactly what you want in the experience for your customers and then make sure you're changing it. But one of the big things really are training your staff and make sure they're on the ball in terms of how they interact with customers, the quality of the service, but also the connection and the conversation that you have, because that's a big part of that experience that we're providing is that they want to interact and create a connection with our staff and how they're working and maybe even just having that conversation. But your your customers also need to know and be really clear how they flow through the space. It needs to be super easy how they use our coffee shops. Like I know there was one I was in not long ago and your flow literally crossed over the queue of people waiting to order. Just It was just chaotic. And from a customer's point of view, that's absolutely what we don't want when we're going to somewhere where we want to relax and chill out and maybe have a chat with our friends. The last thing we want to be doing is having to fight around people to get the stuff that we've we've ordered. So again, it all comes back to that experience and that is where the value is in terms of your menu items. So just make sure you're thinking about this all the time because that is what people want. Now we're going to get into my one point that we absolutely should not be doing when it comes to times where we've got inflation or a recession. And that is 
a term that people use and it's called shrinkflation. So what this is, is when obviously prices are going up and you see this happen a lot in supermarkets and, and it's already happening now. And that is where for the same price, you get less product. Now, I don't know how you feel about that, but I know that is, it's really annoying when it happens, you know, especially in this age now where people are so busy and they're rushing around the shop to just grab stuff or, or if you're online ordering, even now with supermarkets, it's really difficult to gauge the size of products and customers are savvy now. They recognize this when it happens. So, Certainly, it's something I would never have done in our business. Yes, you've got to make sure you're controlling your portions, but don't drastically start reducing the amount of stuff that you're putting in the sandwich because then all you're doing is detracting from that value. There's other things like we've talked about earlier in the episode that you can do first to try and increase that value, increase that proposition of what people are receiving ahead of this technique, which, again... I would recommend you don't necessarily employ as your first option. It's customers value transparency. It's a big part of certainly what we do as an industry and having that human connection with our customers, they want to know that we're transparent with them. And yes, especially now, again, going back to our first point that they're primed for cost increases. That's the way to go in terms of, adjusting and making sure our businesses work rather than trying to hide through the back door the fact that we're now reducing our portion sizes to try and save on the cost of goods and then we maybe don't have to order as much. But that's not what your customer wants to be seeing from this establishment that they trust so much. So I would personally, and it's my advice, is to stay away from that technique because it really risks annoying your customers and that's what we definitely don't want. One thing I would sort of get across is that we've seen it in recessions in the past. And yes, COVID, we've only just come out of COVID and we're still getting on our feet. But we are now in a position where if we face that recession, businesses can survive recessions. But the big thing is, is once you get through the other side, that's when they really see the growth and then the businesses thrive. So I want you to start looking at what opportunities you could face as a result of this. Where can we make sure we're in the best position to look and take advantage of the current situation we're in? Are we going to be in a position where we need to jump on a particular opportunity now, maybe, that will benefit us in 12, 18 months' time, or even it's just in the planning now? So, really try and shift that mindset. Yes, we have been through a really hard patch. It's not easy in our business at the best of times, but now is the time to really start shifting that mindset and looking at your business and thinking, absolutely, we can do this. Get your teams motivated as best you can and and aligned with your mission and your vision and your purpose. And we can really start putting ourselves in the best position to come out the other side of this stronger than ever. Now, Again, everyone is different. If you've got any questions on anything in this episode, give me a shout at Andy at the Cafe Hustle. I'd love to know your experience of how you've increased your prices, how you have thought about increasing your prices. But listen, it is the one thing that you have to do. If your costs are increasing, if you were new into 
cafe business or a coffee shop now, you would absolutely be setting your prices based on one, what people around you are charging and two, the cost of the goods and the, the ingredients that go into making our product. So adapt that mindset and put you and your business in the best place possible to weather this storm. Just while we're on the subject of mindset, certainly as entrepreneurs, if you head over to thecafehustle.com, you can grab my mini ebook, which is absolutely free. And it's got five strategies and techniques that can help you to position yourself and get that mindset in the right place ahead of anything like this. Because at the end of the day, if us as business owners, we're not looking after our mental health and our mindset, then our business is going to suffer. So head over to thecafehustle.com and you can grab that there. Anyway, until next time, thank you again for joining me and I'll see you on the next episode.